The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. A few thoughts about gratitude as an antidote for anger. Gratitude can be an antidote for many things, fear, greed, unhappiness. It's a wonderful practice. Some of you may be familiar with Brother David Steindlerest, who has a website, gratefulness.org, I believe it is. Um, Gratitude can be a heart-opening practice, just like metta, and it leads to generosity. So I'll share with you an experience I had a couple of weeks ago on the power of gratitude practice. I was grumbling one day after having just left my laptop with Geek Squad and most unhappy, most frustrated, annoyed (laughs) with this uh, mechanical device that I'm not so good at and grumbling to myself. And I even went so far as to think, life isn't fun anymore. It's just one thing after another, you know. If it's not the laptop, it's the printer, or it's the car, or it's the phone, or it's, you know, the refrigerator and on. And at about that point, I recognized, you know what? This isn't fun. <laughs> this doesn't feel good. I don't, I don't really like doing this. This is very unpleasant. So the phrase, gratitude as an antidote to anger, came to mind. And I smiled. I had to chuckle, actually, because just an hour before, a good friend had picked up and delivered to my patio two chairs. (laughs) And, of course, I was grateful for that. And I had cleaned up the patio, and it looked so, you know, fresh and inviting. And I thought of other things that I was grateful for. In general, I have a pretty comfortable life. A lot of things go well for me. And I'm quite fortunate in many ways. And as I was thinking all that, this was all, you know, in the matter of, I don't know, five minutes or less, I could feel the annoyance, the frustration, just fading away, just falling away. And in its place was this open-heartedness, this sense of um, fullness and recognition that I do indeed have a rather fortunate life. So I was very impressed. You know, I thought, wow, this really works. This is, this is wonderful. <laughs> Which, of course, indeed it is. And then a few days ago, sort of a similar thing happened, you know, grumbling, I think, again, about the computer, (laughs) 
computers are not my uh, not my expertise. And so I remembered. I thought, oh well, you know, last time I just remembered gratitude and it fell away. So I started to do the same thing. Well, it didn't happen quite so fast this time. <laughs> it didn't happen quite so easily. And so I was reminded of a couple of things that I think are very important. And one is the first time I actually allowed myself to feel the annoyance, the frustration, the anger, and to feel the unpleasantness of it. And that's a crucial step. Because if we don't do that, we leap to the gratitude too quickly, we can do what we call a spiritual bypass. And it might work for a moment, but it's not going to last. Because if we haven't actually processed the underlying feeling, <clears throat> in this case, you know, frustration, annoyance, anger, but it could be fear, it could be um, lots of other things as well. If we don't allow ourselves to feel it and experience it and let it process, then it's not going away. It's just going underground. It's just being suppressed. It's just being pushed down. And it will pop up again, sometimes in a most unexpected or most undesired place. And so allowing that, and it can be brief, as I said the first time, it was quite brief, but just that awareness that, oh, this isn't fun, this doesn't feel good, I don't want to continue in this vein, <laughs> cleared the way then for experiencing the gratitude. And then I was able to just move into gratitude and let go of the frustration. The second time, as I said, took a little bit longer because I realized I had not actually allowed that process of experiencing the annoyance and then feeling the discomfort of it. It's that unpleasantness or discomfort that is the motivation for allowing the gratitude or maybe loving-kindness. Loving-kindness, unfortunately, is often used as a bypass <laughs> because, you know, sometimes our emotions, strong ones like anger, fear, are not fun. And we don't want to feel them. We don't want to allow ourselves to feel them. Or sometimes we think we're wallowing if we let ourselves really experience it. And so we have a tendency to jump too quickly to whatever the practice is, loving kindness or gratitude or whatever. And when we do that, then as I say, we're really just suppressing the feelings and sort of putting a Band-Aid on or sugarcoating it or whatever. And we have to go back and allow ourselves to experience, to really feel 
the emotion, whatever it is, and feel the unpleasantness. Feel the... Mm, the dissatisfaction, the suffering even, sometimes, of having that emotion. But when we do that, and then we allow ourselves to go to gratitude, it's amazing how gratitude changes things. Probably most of us in this room have an enormous amount to be grateful for. Even when things are not so good, (laughs) we still have an enormous amount to be grateful for. And gratitude for me is more than just being grateful for something. There's a lot we can be grateful for. And I've found, as maybe you have, doing a gratitude practice that I start with one thing, maybe something simple, and then it just mushrooms. It just (laughs) expands until it becomes uh, gratitude for the smallest things, the, the little purple plant growing out of a crack in the, in the cement, uh, a smile from somebody that I passed during the day. Um, it just, it just uh, seems to multiply because there is so much to be grateful for and because gratitude can be an attitude, (laughs) you know, can be a way of holding life, an open-heartedness, just like um, we say about loving kindness. It opens our heart. Gratitude opens our heart. And it's amazing, then, we can feel gratitude for even things that typically we wouldn't think were so pleasant. I have to say, I felt gratitude for Geek Squad, <laughs> who took my laptop and said, sure, we'll clean it up, <laughs> we'll take care of it. Um, when we really open our hearts to gratitude, we can be grateful for the difficulties as well as for what goes well. Not in the Pollyannish way. Not in a way that overlooks the true struggle or the true difficulty of whatever it was. But in a way that accepts all of life. A way that accepts the difficulties, the struggles, as well as what comes easy. Because often we grow most from our challenges. And they may not be fun. They may not be very pleasant at the time. But often, they lead to the most growth. So we need both, really. We need the um, more comfortable times for support. But the challenges we need also because they bring out an inner strength. They bring out uh, 
sometimes abilities we didn't know we had. And they allow us to grow in very important and wise ways. So the gratitude ultimately can be for all of life, all of life in its wonder, its challenges, its difficulties, its pleasantness, and its unpleasantness. So I hope that's helpful. And hopefully some of you will stay for lunch and maybe we can continue.